0: What is up, podcast community? My name is Cam King. This is Three Questions Podcast in episode number sixty-five. I came up with these three questions myself. As you know, Three Questions Podcast—the way that it works—we come up with three questions that can be answered. Either I research them; there's are things that I have looked up, or questions I have had, or my clients from CK Collective—they submit these, or random people can as well over social media or at Three Questions Podcast. Uh, excuse me three questions podcast at gmail.com so if you want to submit a question or you want to become a guest obviously reach out to me over social media i love doing these solo dolo episodes myself and answering things that i've looked up or questions i've had or things that i am pondering myself but I also love answering questions from users or my potential clients. So if you're just looking for simple advice or you wanna come on and answer a few questions and promote your business, we can talk about that as well. And today I have some really good questions that I've been pondering about how I truly feel. I've answered these a few different ways myself throughout the years, and I wanna take a stab at answering them here on a podcast. So I'm gonna go ahead and set my timer for five minutes and start with question number one here on episode 65. And that is what to do when someone disrespects you. And with CK Collective, I work with entrepreneurs, business owners, people who are working out of relationships after business failures, whatever, and they're working on these new side projects. And I mostly work with them in the personal and professional space. In the personal space so often incorporates six different fields, and that's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, academic, and financial. And we work in those specific areas each and every single week. And one of the things that I have worked with clients before on is the emotional category. And again, whether we're talking about a business relationship or a personal relationship, one thing that has come up for them and also in my own life is what do you do when someone disrespects you? And it's a complicated question, right? if we don't have the boundaries or the skills or the tools from our personal life or our upbringing to deal with and recognize that someone has hurt or betrayed us or crossed a boundary and we can't communicate that that can really exemplify as being frustrated or can can bolster itself as a form of resentment that we hold on to and that can affect other areas of our lives and whenever someone disrespects you i think that people will very much and often show you who they are with their actions and not necessarily their words. So I would encourage you to look at a form of disrespect. Obviously, we've all said things that we regret. We've gotten in fights at work and in our personal relationships, and we've all said things and done things that we regret. So I really feel like this is a question you're not going to be able to avoid in your own life but I strongly, strongly believe that the first time that someone shows you who they are with their words and their actions, more so their actions, I would say, look at their actions because that's going to make up 70% of who they are. And then their words can file the other 20 to 30%. Maybe body language can even factor in that 10 or 20% too. But I would say that when someone disrespects you with their actions, you should walk away. And I say that because in my own life, I have experienced Mm, a form of disrespect, not so much to my face, but the actions of some people who I thought I was closer to their actions over time. If I measure that out on a graph have become more disrespectful. Um, And that has manifested in the way of, you know, just simply not being told about things or not being invited to things or the way that someone has approached me or engaged me after number of weeks or potential months of of that and to my detriment i have allowed this to happen in my life and it's it i need to call it for what it is it's a form of disrespect and i need to be able to stand up a little bit better than i have been because i've been so busy i've almost allowed this and it's not really something that i have been comfortable in doing and i want to be able to start you know talking the talk and walking the walk as opposed to just sitting on a soapbox on a podcast and telling you how to do it. This is a form of me being accountable to myself. It's time that I walked away from that situation, right? I don't necessarily need to do that from an ego perspective, but I need to have a conversation with that person or or people really and say, Hey, this is, this is going on. And I, I just don't, this is not what I'm willing to accept anymore. And so I'm going to do this. So I think that walking away when someone disrespects you is the best way to do it. I think when someone does it one time, you can say cool, got it. Now I know who you are. But if they do it a second time, now they're making a habit of of disrespecting you and it's time that you either voice that or you show them what that you mean business and that you value yourself by walking away even though that can be one of the hardest things in the world to do. So that's only 4 minutes with that question. The last thing that I'll say is, you know, I, I'm not one sided on this. I've disrespected people enough times to the point in a relationship or or just simply neglected them and, and didn't give them the love and affection to the point where women have walked away from me in relationships. And that's painful, too. Right. But you learn that and you change that over time. People make mistakes. And I think that you need to. Number one, forgive yourself. And then number two, forgive others when they do that to you. You don't ever have to forget, but forgiving them is a gift for you, not necessarily for them because you don't want to hold on to that sort of thing forever. Does that make sense? Um, Let's hop to question number two. So question number two is how to let go. Great. I wrote that question number two after I figured I would answer question number one, but how you let go, especially after a hurt or when someone has really... Uh, transpired and done something that you don't like or that doesn't feel good. I would say for you, the best way to do that is the Hapona Ono prayer. And that's a Hawaiian prayer where you simply say, I love you, I forgive you, I'm sorry, thank you, I release you. You can say that in a combination of all five of those things. You know, Thank you, I love you, I'm sorry, I forgive you, I release you. Mm -hmm. I release you is always the last one. But how to let go, I really, really really have probably struggled with this one more in my life than I care to admit or have even told people. But for me, the ending of relationships or the ending of jobs or the ending of certain chapters in my life have been tough. And I think that we all experience different chapters in our life with with people coming in for a reason, a season or something else. And when those things are over, that can be very challenging for us to let go of. We tend to constantly create our present moment often with our past in mind. And that is a way of us just dragging what's happened in the past into our co-creation of the present moment and not necessarily a healthy way to go about that. And that concept comes from a book called Advanced Energy Anatomy, which I feel like everyone should check out and read. But I want you to understand that how to let go is a constant process. So if you're in your constant moment and you're thinking about an ex or you're thinking about a job or a place you used to live or, or a pet or a family member that's gone, you have to you have to recognize that that's an emotion that you are feeling in the present moment, and you almost have to release that as soon as it comes up. So, for instance, the other day was my ex ex's birthday, right? And I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, I'm thinking of of them, and I immediately went to the Hapona owner prayer, and I, and I was like, "Damn, you know, so and so, thank you, I love you, I'm sorry, I forgive you, I release you." Right. And I said that a couple of times and my body got the chills and I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm letting the energy flow out of me. That energy came up into me. And then now I'm I'm finding a way to sort of release that. Right. And you can touch your heart. You can touch your chest. You can touch your, your brain. When you say it, you can say, Hey, thank you. I'm sorry. I love you. I forgive you. I release you. Right. And that's just a way of you just kind of rerouting that energy, sending them love and gratitude. Thank you for all the good times. And then just moving on through your day. So for me this process of letting go is uh really it's a constant thing over time and i've noticed that when i think about things from the past over time everyone says oh well time is the best healer yes you're going to think of that person less and less or that thing less and less or it's going to get blurrier or you're just going to have new experiences that kind of push that back in time so that's that's kind of the lazy man's way of doing it yes go out have new experiences challenge yourself to grow, read new books, do all of these things, but you have to start stacking memorable experiences or memorable pieces of knowledge or the next steps of your life in order for that thing to sort of go back. If you broke up with someone two years ago and you really haven't done much in the past two years, that thing's going to feel more fresh than if you had you know, tried to write a book or you started a business or you moved to a new city and got a new job or you made a bunch of new friends or just had a bunch of new experiences. So, never stop living your life, but understand that letting go is a constant process. And it's not something that you just do one time and then it's done and over with. Like, the shit takes time, man. And again, that Hapona Ono prayer, it's called the Hawaiian prayer. You can look it up, you can Google it, but memorize it. And that is just thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I release you. And say that as often as you need for all of all of the things that sort of come up in your life. That's the best way I've ever come across it. And I would highly, highly encourage you to incorporate that into your life. All right, so question number five. This has come up a few times with clients, and this is also something that I've experienced in my own life as well, but it's how to stop begging for sales, attention, love, affection, whatever it is, how to stop begging. And I'll do my best to answer this in a couple minutes, but if you're begging, primarily this comes from a, a syndrome called nice guy syndrome. And whether you're a man or a woman, this is, you know, nice woman syndrome too, I'm sure. But for men, this is not a respectable quality. And I'll tell you why. Nice guy syndrome is the simple act of people pleasing. And it's the wanting to do something for something, right? The quid pro quo approach. But the nice guy syndrome is you just wanting to do something nice for people because you hope that it's going to close a deal or you hope that someone's going to treat you better or you hope that someone's going to choose you. And it is a way for people who don't know better to try and increase their self-worth by giving a part of themselves to others, right? It's you driving that chick that you like but is dating other guys to the airport because you think eventually she's gonna have a a chance with you i'm not saying be a bad friend that may be a shitty example but nice guy syndrome is essentially the act of people pleasing if you don't know what people pleasing is it's essentially doing something for somebody else because you want them to either reciprocate or give back and for me what that equates itself to is the act of having an expectation and i've said this a dozen times on this podcast before But an expectation is simply a premeditated resentment for when it's not met. So, nice guy syndrome, inevitably, if you are doing to get and then you don't get, that's going to make you turn into a kind of mad person because now you're not getting your expectations met or what you got, or that girl still isn't choosing you. So, you're going to get upset. And this nice guy syndrome, there's a great book by Dr. Robert Glover about this called No More Mr. Nice Guy but he talks about how to rid yourself of these habits. And I read the book and I knew 95% of it didn't do 95% of it, but there was 5% of that book that I was like, "Mm, I'm still doing this. I need to get rid of those qualities. And I made that adjustment and it's improved my life. And two of those things were stop explaining yourself, right? You don't owe an explanation to anybody and nobody owes you an explanation. That was the big thing for me that I kind of took away from that book. And it's, And it's just stop explaining yourself and stop apologizing. Those were two things that I used to do all the time that were, that make up part of the nice guy syndrome. And as soon as I made those changes, like I don't apologize for almost anything now, if I really fucked up, yes, I will apologize. But normally if I'm running late or I, I, something is happening, normally people say, Hey, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry for being late. I'm sorry for doing that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You bump into someone. Most people, what do most people say? They go, Hey, I'm sorry. Instead, I said, "Hey, thanks for your patience. Hey, thanks for being cool about this, right? I I appreciate your time. I appreciate your your generosity, your willingness, your flexibility, whatever that thing is. I now thank people for for being able to meet me where I was clearly lacking. Now, there's a great book called Extreme Ownership by Jocko, and that can also be maxed into what we're talking about here." But essentially, I want guys to get rid of people pleasing because when you start people pleasing, it's a form of begging and you're begging for attention, you're begging for affection, you're begging for someone to choose you, you're begging for someone to do business with you. And I want people, especially my clients, if you're still listening to this, I want you to draw a line in the sand and say, hey, here's where I'm willing to meet you. Here's my offer. Here's my business deal. And then I want you to be able to walk away. So whether it comes in dating, whether it comes in in marriage or business or just life in general, I want you to be able to say, hey, here's where I'm willing and able to meet you. And if not, no worries. We don't have to do this. We don't have to do business. I'll see you later, okay? For me, that's made my dating life way better is I said, hey, look, let's go out on Friday. It's the only time I have available. Oh, I can't, or I I can't do this, right? One time I had a, a chick that was late and I was like, hey, look, you know, if you're running late, this wasn't important to you we can do this another time. Give me a call. If you're, you're free next week, my time's a little bit uh, uh, too important to be, you know, pushed back, whatever. And I, and I walked away. Okay. And that allowed me to retain my self-worth or it allowed me to, to, you know, understand that, Hey, I'm not willing to put up with bullshit conversations or people that can't text back within 24 hours. Like for me, if it's not a fuck, yeah, then it's a no. And I think that once you get rid of this people-pleasing attitude, this no more Mr. Nice Guy thing, and you stop begging, you understand that you are the prize, that you have self-worth, and that your strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away, okay? And I want people to get that through their heads. That's all I got for three questions, podcast, episode number 65. If you want to talk about this stuff, you want to come on and be a guest. I would love to have you. We can talk questions about these. We can make it dialogue based. I can just ask you questions. You can promote your business. We can talk about marketing, advertising, sales, new business, life in general, politics, sex, religion. I don't care. It's all on the table here. And yeah, if you want to submit questions, submit them over social media. You can also email them to three questions, at gmail.com. If you like what I'm saying and what you're hearing here, please go to ckcollective.co, sign up for two free sessions for any new potential clients that you want to sign up for sessions. And then, uh, yeah, you can pay via flexible invoicing, or you can pay in full there too. But that has a blog. It has all my courses, many of which are free. And I really just want to thank you guys for listening to this, um, doing my best to get new episodes up every Tuesday and Thursday for you guys. Right now, I'm a little bit busy with the school that I'm in, but I will continue to get these up in the most efficient manner as possible. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Please submit questions. I need some more. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.